Okay, today we're going to do that from above on the base. We left off yesterday on the Mishnah over at the bottom. Um, the Mishnah at the bottom of the above on the Aleph. That's the Mishnah. Ketzad mafishin chala betuma b'yem peh. How do you separate chala, which is tummy, on Yom Tif? What does that mean? It means like this. We have a chiyuv of chala every time we do an adid also. Um, it's not the same degree, but we separate chala. If you separate chala, so the din is you have to give the chala to the kain. Problem over here is, what if chala became tummy? So since the chala became tummy, so the kain can't eat it. On um, the kain can't eat it because it's tummy. What does he have to do with it? He has to burn it. The kain has to burn it. The problem is. What if you separate the challah on Pesach and it didn't become chametz yet, but you have to give it to the kain, the kain has to burn. The problem is you can't burn something on Yom Tif unless you can't use fine Yom Tif only for food. Over here, you're not using it to eat it, so you can't burn it. If you can't burn it, you're going to be left over the challah hanging over in the house on Yom Tif. Problem is, if you're going to leave the challah hanging on Yom Tif, it might become chametz. So zakhshash, the challah might become chametz. Ideally, you have to burn it. Oh, hey, you can't burn it because it's Yom Tif. So what am I supposed to do? So says the mission again, How do you separate Chala if it's Tomei on the Yom Tif of Pesach? Belezer says, the simple solution is, What's the problem? The problem is that it's going to become Chametz. So I have an idea for you. Bake the Chala. Bake the whole dough. And separate Chala after you bake it. So now there's no chash that it's going to become chametz because it's baked already. And something just baked is no chash and it will become chametz. I have to burn the chalas and wait after yom tif to burn it. But at least we got rid of the chash of baking the chalas, of the chash of the chalas becoming yom tif. Bemseira argues and says no. Tato name. He says no. You can't bake chalas and then take, you can't bake the dough and then take chalas from it. The chilv of chalas before you bake it. So his idea is to separate the dough before you bake it. Ah, you have to burn it and you can't burn it. On Yom Tif, so it might become chametz. So he has an idea. He says, Tato betsenin, put it in cold water, in, free, in freezing water. If you put it in freezing water, then it's not going to become chametz. So there's machlegis to know what he's supposed to do. First opinion says that you have to bake it and then separate challah. And second opinion says you have to separate challah before you bake it and put it in cold water. A third opinion is, most lenient opinion is Amr Bishra Bishra says, there's no problem, even if the khala becomes khamits, there's still no problem. Because this is not the type of khamits Terry said you could, that you it's also to have in your house. Terry never asked you to have khala in your house if, if it's khamits. So therefore, Allah, we're gonna see in a second why. Allah, so what are you supposed to do? Mafrisha, do your regular thing, separate your khala. Before you bake it, leave it in your house. Other until Yom Tov goes out, and if it becomes chametz, it became chametz. It's fine. There's no problem with the challah becoming chametz. So the first two opinions held that it was a big problem with the challah becoming chametz because you're going to be over on Bayinah Bayinimatzah, and therefore the first two opinions came up with different ideas of how to avoid that. First opinion was to bake the challah first. Second opinion was put in cold water. The third opinion is that there's no problem with the challah becoming chametz. And if there's no problem, the challah becomes chametz. Just do your regular procedure and take the challah before you bake it and leave it hanging around the house until Matzah Yamtiv. If it becomes and the chametz, it becomes chametz. What is the svarah of machlekes? 
what are they arguing about? <clears throat> if you're over, I mean, the, argument, the, the central argument in the first two opinions and, and the last opinion, the argument is whether you're over on Balira, Bayimatsa, Verchal or not. What's as far as to say you're over, you're not over? Says the Gemara, Lema, but Teva Sano, can we forget? Maybe they're arguing the idea of Teva Sano. There's a certain idea is brought down a lot, a lot of times in the Gemara. It's called Teva Sano. Teva Sano means that the, a, a regular person, regarding the, the, regarding the, the presence he has to give to the Kain, what is his ownership? And normally you saw, what is his ownership inside these presents? For example, I have some apples. I have to give apples to the Kain. The apples don't belong to me because they're going to belong to the Kain. So who do they belong to? The Kain. The thing is, I have a choice of which Kain to give it to. I have ownership, not on the actual item, but I have ownership on the choice which Kain to give it to. Well, that's called Tevas Ano. He has the Ano to choose which Kain he can give it to. And eventually this Ano could build up because if you give it to a regular Kain, that Kain's going to become your friend and he's going to, you might get favors back. So you do have some, some essential, it's not ownership in the actual item, but it's ownership. You have some sort of um, sh- uh, shares or stocks inside this um, truma. So to the Khala, you have a choice which which coin to give the Khala to. So maybe the argument of whether you're over on Balirab on Khala is dependent on what is your ownership inside this Khala. The Rebelezer says, Rebelezer says, the reason why you're going to be over for Balirab on Bali Matzah, on Chametz, on Chala is because this ownership that you have on Chala is counted as money, meaning it's counted as a regular ownership. And if it's counted as a regular ownership, it's as if you own a part of this Chala. And if you own a part of this Chala, then you're having Chametz inside your, your property. But the Bishra Savar, and the Bishra says that there's no problem of, of the Chala becoming Chametz and it's staying in your house. He holds, in a moment, that the ownership you have over this Chala isn't counted as a financial ownership because it's, at the end of the day, it's not a money ownership. It's not a, a ownership which is essentially yours. It's only a choice which coin to give it to. And therefore, there's no problem of keeping the chal in your house because the chal doesn't belong to you. And it, the, the coin is not over either because you didn't give, give it to a specific coin either. So therefore, you can just leave it hanging around your house. So that's what the Gemara thought of explaining the machleik is I'm just the Gemara light. You don't say that. You don't explain the machleik of whether you're over on, ch- on chala, which is chametz in your house, on whether the ownership is money or not. I can have a different explanation. I could say, the Kuli Alma Savar, everyone holds that Tevas Everyone holds that Tevas the ownership on the ownership of which claim to give it to, isn't counted as real ownership, isn't counted as money. And therefore, if it was for that reason, for the ownership over the, the choice of claim to give it to, I wouldn't be Machayev you to get rid of the Chamit. So what's the machlekes over here? Answers the says the gemara of hacha b'hoyel k'mifligi. They're arguing over here on the concept of hoyel. We had this concept a few times. There's a certain concept brought down in gemara a few times. Something called hoyel. Hoyel means that if you have a certain situation right now, for example, I have a piece of dough which is now called chal, even though the dough is called chal, I could say that since I could have done something, or I have a hatter, I have a hatter to redeem this chal or redeem whatever it is, so since I have, I'm able to redeem it, so therefore, even if I didn't redeem the pile, but it's as if I redeemed it, and therefore I'm not able. For example, over here, they're arguing on where we say the if, yeah, the, you have a, a situation of the if. If I would do this, is it is a, a option of if, counted as if, does it help me out right now, even though I didn't do it? 
or does it not help you? So let's see. The Rebbe Sava, the Rebbe holds that even though the Chala, you don't own the Chala, but we say, if you want, you could have redeemed the Chala. What do you mean redeem the Chala? Chala is like a nether. When I take Chala and I say, this should be Chala, so it's like a nether. It's like I'm basically hafrasha when I'm being mafish, it's like now they stuck also. If I have stuck and I take coins and I separate them aside and say this should be stuck, it's like another that I'm going to get stuck. We know there's a din that you're able to be mate or another. So to over here by chala, even though I gave the chala, I took the chala and I separated it and I'm going to give it to the coin. So and, and everyone agrees that chala doesn't belong to me, like we said before. But since if I would go to Iraq and I, if a last chance circumstance would come up and I would need this piece of bread, I would be able to go to Arab and be mate my nether, be mate my nether that this will be chala. And the Rav will be mate, and now this piece will turn into mundane bread. So since I'm able to do that, so Mameni, even though I didn't do Bapel, but since I'm able to do that, it means that it's not something which essentially doesn't belong to me. Because if it, if I if it was I have in the power to make it belong to me, and since I have in the power to make it belong to me, I'll be asking a Rav to be mate my nether. So it's as if Mameni, it's my money. And if it's my money, so therefore, you're even bali bali So that's a concept. Rebeleza said that if, even though right now it's chala, but since if you would go to Arab, you'll be able to matter your nether. So mui means that you have the power. There's different ways of explaining how, how it works. But since you have the power to make this thing in your ownership, it's as if you have the ownership of it now, even though you separate, you didn't go to the Arab yet, and therefore you're baby bali bali so that's why you have to come up with the option, either put in water or um, take challah after you bake it. Rebeshua says, Rebeshua says that you're not over for challah, if it, even if it becomes chametz. He holds, we don't say hoyl. We don't say the concept of if. If you actually go to the rab and you're mati in nether and challah becomes yours, so then you're talking to be over. But as long as you didn't go to the rab yet, so then um, if you didn't go to the rab yet, it doesn't belong to you yet. You weren't mati in nether. It's still called challah. And therefore, right now, it doesn't belong to you. And therefore, you're not over by Yabba Yimatsa. And that's Machlekes of Yemeshua and Rebeleza. Now that the Gemara went into a case of Hoyal, speaking about the discussion of Hoyal, the Gemara brings a few more cases of Hoyal. Itmar, we learned like this. Someone who cooks on Yom Tev, we just had Pesach now, right? Pesach fell out on Wednesday. Pesach fell out Wednesday, Thursday. So let's say Thursday afternoon, I cook a chalant for Friday. Okay, let's say I, or I bake a cake for Friday. The problem is, um, yeah, I, I cook in the afternoon, so I'm for sure not cooking for Yom Tif. So it's very recognizable from my uh, cooking that I didn't cook it for Yom Tif. I cooked it for a weekday. It's the next day. What do I do? If Chista, Amar, if Chista says, like you get Malkus. Why do you get Malkus? Because you're only able to cook on Yom Tif for Yom Tif. Now that you cooked for Yom Tif, on Yom Tif for the next day, you were even on the Isra of cooking. It's a regular Isra of cooking because there's no Hetev for Yom Tif. And therefore, you get Malkus. Rabbi Amar, Rabbi Amar, Rabbi says, in the lake, you don't get Malkus. What's Rabbi's reasoning that you don't get Malkus? You cook the Yom Tif for her. Don't you have to the cook Yom Tif? Even nowadays, people make a, people think that Yom Tif, you're able to, to cook, to cook cook everything. No, you only, it's a hatter that you're able to cook Echon Abash for Yom Tif. You can't cook for after Yom Tif. So if you make it cook for Shabbos, that's a different story. But cooking from Yom Tif to Chel is according to Rav Chista. And even according to Rabba, we're going to see in a second, is a Malachadei Raisa. So what's the argument that you get Malchus and everyone agrees it's also the question if you get Malchus. Rav Chista, Amar, Rav Chista says you get Malchus, why do you get Malchus? 
We don't say that if you invite the whole neighborhood, then I'll be able to use the chal. Meaning, let's say I cook a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of cakes on an hour before, an hour, around Shkia time, or five minutes before Shkia on Yom Tif. So it's very recognizable. I'm not cooking for Yom Tif, I'm cooking for after Yom Tif. So the only hatter for me to use these cakes or that my malacha would be a mut on Yom Tif is if I eat all these cakes on Yom Tif. Um, how can I eat all these cakes on Yom Tif? I can't eat them myself. So if I invite the whole neighborhood and to eat from my cakes, so then it will be my gala that my cooking was a kosher cooking because my cooking was actually for yamta. So if Christa says, if you invite the whole neighborhood and you let them eat your cakes, so then you don't know because your malacha wasn't a malacha. But if you don't invite the whole neighborhood, so then what's the reason to be matter your cakes? Your cakes are also, you get malchus, and therefore, and uh, your cakes are also, you cooked on yamtif for a weekday, and therefore you get malchus. Rabbi Amr, Rabbi says, no, and like you don't get malchus, even though it's Asr, but you don't get malchus. Why? Because I'm leaning on hail. We say the concept of a hail. We say it, even though you didn't invite all your guests, but since you're having the power, in your power, you have right now to invite all your, your whole neighborhood to eat the cakes on Yamtiv. And since you have the whole power, the power to eat, the, to invite your whole neighbor to eat the cakes on Yamtiv, so the malacha isn't essentially Asr. The malacha has a way of being mutter. And therefore, I can't give you malchus for it. Amri Rabba le Ravchista. Rabba told Ravchista. Rabba asking, according to you, Ravchista says you get malchus. The didach, the amninon loy, amninon hoyo, according to you, that we don't say the concept of hoyo, heyach eifin miyamtiv to Shabbos. How do we cook from yamtiv to Shabbos? Right? We just spoke about now cooking from Shabbos, from yamtiv to the next day. Rabba says the yamtiv cooking a yamtiv the next day could be permissible. Because I, I say, I will invite all the guests. But according to you, how do you cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos? Right? Shabbos, you're also not able to, to prepare on Yom Tif for Shabbos for the next day. You can't cook on Yom Tif for Yom Tif. So the only way Rabbi says, I could see that i cooking for Yom Tif, uh, uh, cooking from, Shabbos, from Yom Tif to Shabbos is, if I say the concept of the Hoyle, if I say that since I'll be able to invite all the neighbors, uh, I'll invite all my neighbors to eat the food on Yom Tif. Even though I didn't do it pile, but I'm able to do it, so therefore that's a hazard to cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos. So Amr Lay, so Rav Chista answered him, what are you talking about? I don't need the concept of hail. We make Mishum Eir Tafshir, that's what we do now. There's ask any child in the why do we, how can you cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos? Because we make Eir Tafshir. We don't have to come to the concept of hail. we make Eir Tafshir, and Eir Tafshir matters the cooking from Yom Tif to Shabbos. Rabbi asks back, You're telling me for Erev Tafshilin, you're able to matter Isudar Isa, cooking a Yamtiv. If it's not for Yamtiv, it's, it's, it's Isudar Isa. So you tell me you make a small Erev Tafshilin because you're preparing a small uh, a, 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 a matzah and a, and a filter fish. That's going to be matzah you and Lachadar Isa. Okay, we have to see exactly how uh, Rabbi learned the idea of Erev Tafshilin and how it helps. But Rabbi also agrees it's the music of Erev Tashilin. But he's asking, according to you, if it's only because of Erev Tashilin, you tell him because of only because of Erev, Erev Tashilin, you matter Malach of the Raisa. Amalei, so if Christ answered him, no. Midei Raisa, Tarchei, Shabbos, Nasim, Biyamtiv. Midei Raisa, you're able to cook from Yamtiv to Shabbos. Meaning Midei Raisa, allowed you to cook on Yamtiv to eat and also for Shabbos, to cook also for Shabbos. The reason why you can't cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos is because Rabbanon what Gezer, that Gezer you can't cook from Yom Tif to Shabbos unless you make Erev Tashin. Why would they make such a Gezer? 
Shamayim look, because maybe they're going to say, Eifin mi yamtif aflachel, you're able to cook from yamtif even to weekday. Cooking from yamtif to weekday is, um, is, is awesome, right? You couldn't conquer from yamtif to weekday. Cooking from yamtif to Shabbos, then you're able to cook midday rice. Okay, because we bring down, Dasha brings down that yamtif is also called Shabbos. Since yamtif is also called Shabbos, the Gemara brings down that you're able to cook from yamtif to Shabbos. But cooking from yamtif to weekday is the answer. Chachamim said that you can't cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos because we're scared that maybe you're going to cook from Yom Tov to Chil. And therefore they said that you can't cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos. So now they have to be matir, the kibon that's the chod abonon, the kibon that's the chod abonon, eruvah tafshinun isleh kera. And since abonon made the eruvah tafshinun, now there's a hacker. Now no one's going to come to cook from, from Yom Tov to Chil because the only reason why you can cook from Yom Tov to Shabbos is because we have eruvah tafshinun. I mean, people would think everyone would know that cooking from Yom Tov to Shabbos is, is only is Aser unless you have Erev Tavshin, which is a hacker, and therefore no one would come to cook from Yom Tov to Chil. So that's how we now have another uh, idea of how. Another question Rabbi Asen of Chista on the idea of um, of how. Eisvei Rabbi Asen of Chista from this Brice says in the Brice of Behera Musukana Behema Musukanis have. <coughs> A behemoth, if you have an animal that's very sick and it's about to die, and the owners are scared that it's going to die, if it dies, it's going to become an avela. And if it becomes an avela, it's a waste of money. So, what does he want to do? He wants to shecht it in order to save the meat. At least he's going to have the meat. The problem is, he doesn't want to eat the meat on Yomtev. He doesn't need the meat on Yomtev. Let's say he already ate this Sudha Shabbos, his Sudha Yomtev. So, he's going to Yomtev afternoon. He sees his cow's about to die. He wants to shecht the cow to save the cow from being sold to given to a goat. He wants to have the meat himself. So, what's it then? Can he shach the yamtiv? Another din is lo yishchet. He cannot shach the cow yamtiv. Ella, k'deshriach alechem emanu kezai slim beijem. The only hetter he's able to shach the cow yamtiv is if he's going to eat, if he's going to be able to eat a kezais while it's day, meaning before yamtiv goes out. Meaning even if there's not enough time to take off the the skin and the and and roast it, even if it takes a lot of time. So even if there's enough time, if there's enough time for him to, to skin the cow and salt it and do whatever he has to do and roast a small piece of the meat, even if it's only kazais on Yom Tif, then he's able to shech the whole cow. Says the Bible further, Do you think, um, sorry, from the Bible from the Bible mashma that it's muttered to shech behemah the Bible says if he's able to eat it's it's a kazais of sleep, then it's fine. Meaning don't say he has to eat it before. If he's able to eat a kazais of sleep, then he's able to shak the whole cow. makes sense according to me, damn because we said that day of hoyl. What does it mean? So on Yamtif, on Yamtif, you don't have to eat the pearl. You don't have to actually skin the cow and eat it. Since you're able to skin the cow and eat the hoyl, be boy the mechal matzeachal. Since he's able to eat the cow, so he's able to shecht it. Therefore, because we say that concept of hoyl, Rabbah says, according to me, we mentioned before that Rabbah says the idea of hoyl, and that's why on Yom Tov you could cook. On Yom Tov, if you cook, then it's fine. Cooked for the weekday, it's fine because you can invite all the neighbors. So it's over here. The Baisa says that you're able to shecht the cow. If you wanted, you could have, um, you, you could you could have a bit of the cow on Yom Tov. You don't have to do it with hoyl. But according to who said we don't say that day of hail, why should you shech the cow? If you shech the cow, then um, there's no there's no need for this cow in Yamtiv. Since there's no need for this cow in Yamtiv, 
especially if he, if he doesn't skin it. So then uh, why can he shech the cow? Amar Leid, if Chista told him, the reason he's able to shech the cow is because he's going to lose a lot of money. Since he's going to lose a lot of money, so they, they allowed him to shech the cow. So Rabbi asked, because if someone's going to lose money, we ask it, they will matter, is it the rice of shechting a yamtef? Amar Leid said, if Chista answered in, we are matter, is it the rice of the shechting a yamtef? Because he's going to lose a lot of money. Because he's going to lose money, so he made already made that the only of the the owner of the cow. If he knows that he's going to lose his whole cow, <clears throat> and if he, he's going to lose his whole cow, he doesn't eat a kazais. So he's going to, in his heart, he's going to make achlata lachar kazais to eat a kazais. And the after the kazais must and it doesn't make sense, and it's not possible to have a kazais if you don't shech the whole cow. So the idea is that if you're going to eat a kazais of meat of this cow. It's going to be mutter the rice of the shech the cow. So Zabba learned that he doesn't have to actually eat what for he's going to have, he's going to he's going to skin a whole cow to eat a small kazais. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't mean he has to eat a kazais. But it means that since he's able to eat a kazais, he has to have enough time to be able to eat a kazais. If Christa says no, that if he knows that if he doesn't eat a kazais of meat, this whole cow is going to be lost. So he's going to do whatever he can to eat a kazais of meat. And the only way to eat a kazais of meat is if you shack the whole cow. So therefore, he's able to shake the whole cow without coming onto the concept of hoy. Okay, we're going to stop over here at the bottom of Memvav um, Ahmed Beis. Have a good night.